What's up, everybody, and thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one, become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel, and at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. All right. So today we are going to talk about the fact that we have been brainwashed our entire lives without us even knowing about it. So ask yourself this question. Is it possible for your subconscious to be programmed and you not be completely aware of it? Think about that possibility. And would that scare you if it was true? Would it make you pay more attention to your surroundings if you knew that most of the moments in your life, you are being programmed by someone or something outside of you? Well, let's dive in and talk about it. So there was a study done by Yale and the study was the way the study was set up. They would have participants come in and take a quiz. And what the quiz was is they would show a video of of a man and tell a story about him. And they did this for different people, two different groups. And they would show the same video and tell the same story to both study groups of people taking the same quiz. And the only difference was before they showed the video, they gave one group a hot cup of coffee to hold and another group a cold cup of coffee to hold. So what they did was the researchers found these people outside the building and walked them in. And when they got in the elevator, they would have them hold their cup of coffee for a second and say, hold on, I got to tie my shoe and then hand them that cup of hot or cold coffee and then go in and give them the quiz. And again, the only difference was the hot or cold cup of coffee they held for only about 15 seconds at most. And here's the crazy part. The people who had who held the cold cup of coffee said the character seemed less social more cold and more selfish. And the ones who had the hot cup of coffee said the character seemed more trustworthy and somebody that they would want to be around more in the social setting. Think about that. The exact same story, the exact same quiz. And the only difference was the temperature of the coffee they held for a few seconds. This changed their perception of somebody only a couple of minutes later. So something that small can change your perception of others. If that's true, what about the way you see other things in the world? What else is in your life that can be causing you to think differently? Another example of how this works, think about when you walk into a grocery store. One of the very first things you see are what? Flowers and fruit. It smells good. It looks pretty and nice. I ain't never walk into a grocery store and the first thing you see you walk in, you see when you walk in is flesh, meat. Raw chicken and deli meats. They don't have all that right up front. They have those flowers because they want you to feel like things are more fresh and more beautiful. And they want you to feel that way about everything in the store. They never put the butcher right up front when you walk in. Why is that? Now, there was another study done and it was with two different groups and they had to they had them examine a red brick. And they had them to think outside the box 
and come up with as many different ways in which this brick could be used other than a normal way a brick could be used to come up with as many ways to use this brick as they could. And the only difference was one group before they asked them to make this list. They showed them the Apple symbol, like for Apple products, like what you see on your laptop, on your MacBook. No words, no promotion, just the logo. And they had the symbol on the door. It was on a PowerPoint slide above the brick. They used Apple computers and products in the room. And with the second group, they did the same thing, but this time they did it with the IBM logo. And they had the logo throughout their experience. And they found that the people who were shown the Apple logo on average made a list that was three times longer than the group who saw the IBM logo. Why do researchers think this is? IBM is very traditional. They don't really think outside the box, right? They're not really known for being an innovative company. Not as much as Apple anyway. Apple is known for being very innovative, right? They do things differently. They think differently. Their motto is basically that they are different. And this should make you think like, well, damn, how many advertisements do I see on a daily basis that can be swaying the way I think? The average person, the average person in America sees on average 4,000 to 10,000 ads per day. Now that's hard to even grasp for me. But think about it. If if an Apple logo or an IB logo can change the way somebody thinks, is it possible that my surroundings and the ads that I see is it possible that they could be changing the way I think and feel? The answer is yes. <laughs> Obviously. That's why I'm talking about it. And the what the brain does is it has groupings of things. So it sees an Apple logo and it thinks innovative, smart how it makes you feel, how they just seem to be made better. Everybody everybody wants them. How it feels to use your Apple products when they do some cool feature you like. The packaging, all that stuff, all of it. Your brain groups all that together. And when you think IBM, you might think, eh, kind of boring, not a whole lot going on with them. Are they still even really around, right? A different kind of grouping. What's up, what's up, what's up? I want to take a quick moment to say thank you so much for listening to this episode and to also let you know that this podcast is 100% donation driven, which means it's completely funded by you, the listener. So if you like the content I have to offer, I would love it if you can make a donation and you get to pick the amount. I left links in the description of the video as well as my homepage. You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at DariusDotch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. And there is a science behind advertisements. And I read about this documentary on how advertising in America made a shift back in the 40s and 50s. And it talks about how psychologists started working with advertising companies and they changed their approach from advertising to Americans what they needed. Like, hey, 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 look at this cool-ass lawnmower. You got a big-ass yard. You need this lawnmower. Need. They switched that from a need to a want. Psychologists and neurobiologists came into these advertising companies and made this shift from what a consumer wanted to what they, I'm sorry, from what they needed to what they wanted. They exploit the human psychological weakness 
Ads are made, majority of them, by psychologists in these ad companies to make you feel like you're not enough or that you don't have enough. Now, are all of these ads, are all ads like this? No, but a lot of them are. And they make you feel like, huh, I'm not enough until I buy this thing. I don't have enough until I have this product. Then I have enough once I buy it. And if you think about ads, there are ads everywhere on social media, on the Internet, no matter where you go. You search something in Google and the first thing you see is a damn ad. You have ads on TV, on commercials. You go to a play and you see ads in the playbill. You go to a movie, you see ads in the previews. And we have to be aware of how all this affects us mentally. And not just ads, but the actual things you watch or consume. Any of y'all ever watched that show called 13 Reasons Why? It's a great show, a depressing show. But every time I watch it, I feel worse about myself damn near every, after every episode. And I'm like, damn, this show is so fucked up. Still couldn't stop watching it, but it really did make me, make me feel that way. You watch these kids get bullied and they go through all this BS that they go through and it makes you feel bad. And think about all the things you watch. Do you watch a lot of shows with crazy people like reality TV? Are they always yelling at each other or getting into crazy random arguments? Do you think that it could possibly have an effect on the way you interact with people? I think it's very, at the very least, it's possible and more than likely true. Think about what you're watching and I can prove it at least that it at least has some kind of effect on you, on your mood. Think about a kid after they watch a karate movie or a movie with a lot of action and fighting. I know when I was a kid, I would be running and jumping and punching and kicking all over the damn place. Like, it changed my mood. I know you see kids doing that. And no, you probably don't watch reality TV with a lot of yelling and go jump into arguments. But if you watch them a lot and all the time, it at least is in your brain somehow, somewhere. And that goes for anything you watch. So think about the things you watch, the things you read. You got to start thinking about the people you're hanging around with, you're hanging out with. How are the people you spend the most time with programming you? You have that one friend who's always negative no matter what. They're always going to find something to be negative or mad about. And you hang out with them. And it's just a constant negative rant about all kinds of things. And afterwards, you feel just a little worse. Maybe more than a little. What about that friend who's always sad? And always, woe is me. And the universe is just beating down on them. And every time something happens to them, it's the absolute worst thing that can ever happen to them in their life. You know those do you know those people? I know those people. How do you feel being around them? Do they change your mood? Do you need to spend a little less time with these people? Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't be friends with somebody. I'm just pointing out the fact that maybe you should think about how much time you spend with certain people. How are the people you spend the most time with programming you and how are you programming them? And the same thing goes for social media, especially social media. Who are you following? What kinds of posts do you see the most? You have that one person who you follow who's always posting shit that pisses you off, negative stuff. How do you feel when you see their posts? If they change your mood in a negative way, then you should probably unfollow them. Why even have that energy? Your mental capacity is limited throughout the day. What you don't need is any unnecessary things in your day making you feel bad or negative. That could potentially stop you from making progress in life you need from getting the life you want. 
We already have enough on our plate mentally and enough mental baggage as it is. Think about all the people, the ads, the things you consume online and social media and ask yourself, are these programming me to be the person I want to be or are these hindering me in some kind of way? Because all the things around you are programming you in some kind of way, whether you know it or not. If a hot cup of coffee that you held for 15 seconds can make you feel a certain way about a person you've never met, I guarantee that the things you see and hear, the people you hang out with, the ads you see, these are all programming you. And you have to ask yourself, if this is the way that I want to be programmed, is this going to help create the future that I want or is it going to hold me back? So that's what I got for you today. If you like this episode, please share it with somebody, somebody that can benefit from this, somebody who is a friend or a family member, somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives. So thank you again and let's get it in.